you are at the net. And welcome, friends, to another episode of the At the Net podcast, powered by Texmex Productions. Working the soundboard are our producers, D Mac and Dave the Brain. Time to say hello to your hosts, Craig Bell and AJ Shabria, as they're about to take us through three sets of tennis, talking life and all the news as it seems to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig. Right, thanks to our At The Net podcast girl for that fabulous introduction. Welcome, fans of The Great Game. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 45. 45, hard to believe that, isn't it, AJ? Hard to believe. It's not even a year and 45 episodes. That's right. And, so, and that doesn't count Wednesday episodes. That's true. Yeah. That's right. 45 of these. So uh, this is my broadcast co- co-host. That would be Adrian Chabria, right? Are you Adrian? I think they call me the Notorious AJC. Ah, uh, the Notorious. I've, earned, I've somehow I've earned, earned that, that sadly. Uh-huh. Sad, sad. And I'm Craig Bell. A.K.A. Talking the Great Game as it seems to us. Thanks also go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Production. That would be one Darian D. Mac McBrayer and Dave the Brain DeLeo from back of the house. who are on the soundboards moving the dials and buttons to make us sound like real folks tonight. We right? are. We are. And right. so is our guest. People are going to enjoy this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also be sure to check out our good work on Fireside, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Breaker, CastBox Overcast, Pocket Cast. Radio Public and Spotify, that's all the communication sites out there wherever, aren't we? Your list is good, yeah. and there's even more. There's more? You know, every week, there's, it seems, yeah. There's always more, Yeah, right? I love it. And if you are a female and would like to read the opening intro for our At The Net podcast and be an At The Net podcast girl, we're looking for new... new we got some pretty good voices right now, though. We do. We've got some uh, wonderful accents, great voices, voices, a lot of good feelings. Yes, we do. So we we like uh, all female voices. So we we, we don't like enough, guys. Enough dudes on the show. No, we're, we're trying we're, to right thirty three. Uh, yeah, roughly at least thirty three sixty seven. Well, right. Well, we're glad to have a dude tonight. You know, that's a, a really good dude. Yeah. And a local guy, actually, a Dallasite. That would be one uh, Sasha Ermakov. Hey, Sasha, how you doing tonight? Hey guys, glad to be on. We're glad glad you're with us tonight. Uh, now we know that. Uh, uh, you've got a lot of got a lot of great things going on. You know, you've been uh, you're from Russia and you're Dallas. You know, you're Dallas based, but you you grew up. One question: Do you ever see the movie Coming to America? With Coming Eddie? To America? Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Well, he came to America awesome. to find a wife. Did you? Are you like Prince Akeem Jaffer from Zamunda? Did you come to America to find a? <laughs> I think I was a bit young uh, for a wife at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, you yeah. came at what like age three, four, five, something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I came when I was three. Uh, spent uh, grew up in Iowa, actually. So I was a Mo Valley kid. Uh huh. Um, and then at the age of twelve, moved down to Texas and uh, joined uh, one of the powerhouses of the junior tennis world. So, well, we're glad. I didn't mean to push too much fun at you, but. <laughs> I just I couldn't resist the uh, coming to America because I know you for you were born in Russia and, and raised here in the U.S. Basically, you're an American kid that yeah. uh, happens to speak uh, yeah. Russian. You know, every once in a while, I'm sure still around the house. Did, are they able to speak uh, the Russian dialect? Um, so I've been I've been trying to uh, get them to learn. Um, so my wife is my wife is American, um, but my my mother has been giving them. Uh, on a maybe bi-weekly basis as of late. So, 
Um, they don't they don't love it, um, but we're gonna try to keep pushing. As you well know, you know sometimes you just gotta, you know, they'll appreciate it later down the road. Right. Yeah. To lead into some parenting talk later, I love it. Yeah, you've got two kids. You've got little little Adelaide and, and Griffin, right? Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah, I'm six and four. He's uh, the boy's six. Uh-huh. Uh, Adelaide is uh, four. Both December babies. So it's a uh, you know it's a pretty pretty busy time for us in December. You know, giving out birthday gifts and then yeah. you know, celebrating Christmas as well. And, right. and I bet it's even busy now, even though it's six months away from birthdays and Christmas, you get to do fun dad stuff, like take them swimming today, huh? Yeah, it's, um, you know, now with the stay-at-home uh, situation, uh, we are fully integrated with each other. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm working uh, one of the kids' bedrooms, um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about working from home is you know, when you get to go to work, you at least, uh, you know, can fake that you're doing something there. Right. When you're at home, they all they, they can see through it very quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so getting a lot of getting a lot of uh, yeah family time is, is great. I, I don't you know I love I love I'm a, I'm a type of guy, um, so I don't mind it. Um, but I do I do want to get back to work. Uh, as soon as possible. And, uh, and tell the folks at home what you are doing. We think of you as a top junior here in Dallas who went on to play college tennis in Boston, but tell us about what sure. you're doing in the in the business world. Yeah, so, um, kind of, you know, I studied economics at Harvard, and uh, uh, first job out of college was at a proprietary trading firm. Um, it was actually a funny story, you know, when the crisis happened in 2008, 2009, right. you know, my, my 09 graduating class was, you know, having a pretty hard time finding jobs. Um, and, you know, you might think coming from Harvard, it's easy to find a job, but, you know, when you're in that uh, room getting interviewed for some sort of investment banking job or, or any job, you're, you're up against all the other harm. Uh, 
you know, lived in uh, Miami for a few months. It was actually in South Beach, uh, working for uh, a former professor of mine who started a company. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that, was, that was interesting, uh, for sure. Um, but I was still kind of in a searching mode and not sure, um, you know, looking, probably looking for something perfect that didn't exist. Um, and then came some tennis, uh, and that's, that's the point at which I met my wife. Um, uh, she was actually my best paying, uh, tennis student, uh, overall. Um, but I think I collected, you know, more money from her than any of my other, uh, private lessons. <laughs> you know, even, in, even after we started dating, I think I was, I was, uh, charging her for a little bit. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that's what Ashwin Kumar is saying. He says, the man and legend, <laughs> baller on the court, and stud off the court. And right. he seemed to know exactly when you're going to make that crack, too. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so then, then, then I, I was uh, really interested one more time. Uh-huh. Um, and we had just had, uh, just had Griffin. Um, this was in 2000, uh, December 2013. He was born, and the summer of next year, 2014, we moved back up to Chicago, I, and I uh, started working at another uh, options trading firm called Akuna Capital. Uh-huh. Um, so again, I fell in love with it, was loving it, uh, had two really good years there, and um, we were really on the fence whether to kind of keep going and settle down, maybe move into the suburbs of Chicago. Um, but instead, we decided to move back to Dallas and uh, try a career here, you know, closer with our families, um, both both mine and, and Caroline's uh, families are all here. Um, and we also had a daughter while we were in Chicago. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, you know, figured it might be a... Um, so then, you know, I'm still ha- having a little bit of... Uh, over wanting to be trading, um, worked for a uh, clearing firm here in Dallas in the risk department for about a year and tried to trade on my own, which didn't work out. Um, and then finally, uh, through actually a tennis connection here in Dallas, uh, I've been playing with, you know, with, you know Larry Harley, I've been playing with his uh, guys, uh,
local Dallas side fellow uh, tennis player, great game uh, enthusiast, uh, uh, investment trader, uh, wealthy individual now, high net worth uh, probably in the seven, maybe eight digits. You know, he's up there at, in Forbes uh, top. Probably, yeah. He's just below Naomi Osaka and yeah. Roger Federer. It, yeah, I was just, yeah. I was just yeah, about right. to think that there's one of the... You, you, know, those, you know those 30 over 30 lists are, uh, are totally uh, <laughs> fair and not, not biased. Totally bought and paid. <laughs> uh, Sasha does have some serious playing chops, and I uh, yeah. wanted to kind of get, get into that just before we really get going, because right. you know, uh, we, we'll come back and talk about your business life as well, but we wanted to talk about, you know, growing up... Uh, well, actually, in Iowa, that's parents made it over to. Where in Iowa did you grow up for for a short period of time before you moved to Dallas? Yeah, so I grew up in Ames. Uh, Ames, uh, right? Uh, my College. Parents, my parents were in Iowa State, uh -huh. uh, so where the Cyclones. I'm surprised um, you didn't go play. You didn't want to go back and play for the Cyclones. So I think they actually they had a men's team for a while, and then oh, they did. When I was there, I don't think they had a men's team. I see. They only had a women's team. No, I remember their men's yeah. team. I'm old enough to remember their men's team. Unfortunately. Right? At oh, yeah. State? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Iowa State. Yeah, they were around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the Big 8 that time, they did have eight men's teams. Now they're down. Well, they're part of the Big 12, and you know, right. Iowa is still playing, but Iowa State is no longer playing. Right. Kansas, Kansas yeah. State, no longer. They had they had teams as well. Nebraska and OU, OSU still play. Sure, but course. Iowa State did. Yeah, they had, they had a tennis team at one time, back yeah. way back before, uh, you know, before you're even We're around. talking 80s, yeah. our time, Craig, yeah. yeah. That's right. But anyway, so, so you grew up in Ames, Iowa. Did, who started you in playing tennis? Mom? You know, just, you know, you, you saw a tennis court, you know, at the park or something? But what got you got, got you sure. going? Yeah, it was definitely my parents. I mean, uh, I remember many, uh, I was actually thinking about, you know, the potential son, you know, with the, in his tennis development, how first he's going to have to beat his mom, you know. Right. Um, and I remember distinctly, you know, playing sets against my mom when I was, you know, probably eight or nine or ten. Um, and it was like always go seven, six, like a, you know, tough battle. Um, but my dad, you know, my dad was the primary kind of force. And um, he, he actually picked up tennis pretty late. He was, uh, I want to say, he started, picked up a first, picked up his first racket, uh -huh. um, but he has probably played every day since uh, he first picked it up. <laughs> hey, twenty! Wow, um, that's amazing. Yeah, so he's a real, he's a real enthusiast. And uh, yeah, he pushed me pretty well. I mean, uh, typical Russian style, uh, I'd say. And uh, you know, then I started going to a local club, and it was like the eight.
program still is. Uh, so I had I kind of ran the gamut of the local coaches. Uh, I think I you know took lessons from Dave Anderson, Dion right. Kirby, uh, I think you know Mercedes Fernandez, Bob Nass, um, a lot of the you know a lot of the coaches that have been at Brookhaven, and I think everybody contributed something different. Um, you know, in particular, I remember Mercedes. be to have grown up as a little kid at Brookhaven and then years later with a guy watching tonight Patrick Fontana you won the men's club championship doubles with him right yeah absolutely yeah I remember that that yeah. was uh, we ran through that draw pretty well Patrick love it <laughs> big shout out to Fontana he's a good friend of all, all of ours and uh, Adolfo uh, Legoretta says backhand I've ever seen the YouTube clip I've seen of you playing dubs against, was it Marin Cilic and was it Nick Monroe? Yeah, that's right. Man, Cilic has one of the, you'd have to say, top ten serves of the generation. And, uh, and it was a backhand, if I recall. Yeah, exactly. I think it's one of the maybe five points we won that whole match. <laughs> um, well, at least you won one. Was, whoever was videoing that, maybe my dad, uh, <laughs> definitely got a good one. I took it. You did. You did, and uh, and Monroe had trouble with it. Like it went to Nick, and exactly. Nick Nick hit it out. Who who was your partner that day? Uh, that was with Shane Oh uh, yeah, uh, oh pretty good player. Maggie, local, Maggie. yep, local, amazing player. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so after you know Brookhaven, you you you're from the Flower Mound area. Did you play high school tennis at Flower Mound, or did you, did you skip the high school tennis and just going on straight on to Harvard then? Kelly, that was Kelly Langdon, right, the coach? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, you know, he hosts the, uh, the Great Fest tournament every year. I've yeah. played that a couple times. Uh, really, really nice tournament, especially to get some prize money. 
Yeah, no, that, that's a really nice tournament, usually held in the September time frame over in the city of Grapevine. That's right, not too far named. from here. Yeah, that's right. Grape so, for Grape yeah, they have yeah. wine, yeah, wineries, that kind oh, of thing. They have wine over there, they, too? They, I hear it. Oh. I hear it over there. Oh, really? They even have beer. They have a trifecta. Wow, a trifecta. Sort of, uh, <laughs> they have some sort of a tap. <laughs> like, the logo is so cool. It's a, it's a tennis racket on a yeah. beer tap. Like and and it can go wine, it can go beer. It's whatever you want. Whatever yeah, you want yeah, right there, yeah. yeah. Hey guys, this is Dave the Brain with Tex-Mex Productions. Thank you so much for listening. At this point, there was a technical difficulty in the live stream and the audio cut out. So this would be a perfect moment if you need to take a break or go ahead. If you want to come back, I'm going to go re-engage the conversation. And here we go. Was Yale, was Yale the big rival? I'm, not, I'm sure Penn and Cornell yeah. had a good 10. Columbia always had one of the best, right, in those years? Yeah, it's been Columbia, a lot of Columbia. You know, we, I think we, we typically would, you know, first we would play, uh, I think, like Cornell and, and, and somebody else. And when we were freshman year, we were, didn't have a good year, but we thought we could, you know, recoup in the Ivies, and then I think we dropped our first two matches to, to Cornell and then someone else. Um, Brown is also is kind of a tough, uh, tough out. They're all, I mean, they're all, they're all tough. Yeah. No easy team, um, even in the Ivies, and especially, you know, today, I think there's like five Ivies in the top 50. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is just, which is just crazy. Yeah, I was thinking that kind of academics and then, to, you know, to go on. That's that's a, a real testament. How'd you get up to Harvard? Just out of curiosity, what was the attraction to get to Harvard? Was there somebody that uh, said, "Hey, you need to go to Harvard"? What was the thought process getting up there? Yeah, I mean, it was it, was, it wasn't anything. Just um, you know what you would typically think, right? Like this is the best school that I've heard of. <laughs> you know, the, the coach is talking to me that I'll be so excited. Um, so I remember Dave Fish came up to me like when I was 16 or 17, I don't remember. Um, we started talking, and then my results started getting better, uh, especially my you know, second year 18, had a great year, and um, applied to Harvard early and got in. And actually, did- Oh, that was it. You just went one school and you did it. All your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Wow. He was going big or going home. Yeah. So your your yeah, backup ball, total ball or style, yeah. Yeah. So your it. backup was quad C here in Plano. <laughs> <laughs> Calling college yeah. community college for all those. Who... <laughs> By the way, uh, Coach Kelly uh, is chiming in. He is so sweet. He wishes you had uh, continued to play for the school, and that would have added a few more state championship awards. And um, is a friend of ours, Masha Kononova. And she, it says Maria on the Facebook, but she says, oh, Sasha Ermakov. Sounds very Russian, haha. <laughs> and I was like, gosh, their names even rhyme, Sasha and Masha. Maybe, right. they, yeah. maybe we get them in a mixed doubles one of these days. Yeah. I don't think my wife would approve, but that's fine. <laughs> just tennis. Just a little yeah, tennis. Yeah. Just tennis, right? Yeah, of course. Just, or just some coffee or something like that, maybe. Coffee right, and tennis. Right, right. Right. right there. But after, after Harvard, I mean, or actually during Harvard, a finance degree? Did you get a business degree? Did you CPA, accounting? What did you do up there? What were you studying? Uh, mostly studying tennis, uh, but I did get hmm. my economics degree. Economics. So, uh, Harvard is one of those liberal arts colleges where 
actually um, learn a specific uh, skill. <laughs> you know, like they don't have a business degree. There's no accounting degree. Right. It's, it's more. It's more about you know teaching you idea. Critical thinking, um, so, learning economics, big picture. Yeah, huh? yeah exactly. So yeah. studying economics. You know, it was a pretty popular major, number one major overall uh, at the time. Right. Uh, I don't know if it still is. Uh, yeah, and then and then uh, played a lot of tennis as well. That's awesome. And did you have to teach yourself uh, financial technology, fintech? Did you have to kind of learn that, or did you learn that up in Chicago? Yeah. About the trading game is that it, it's really um, like a video game or poker, right? I played uh-huh. a lot of poker growing up and um, just so many similarities. Um, but you're using real money, you know, I think, aren't you? Aren't you using real money? <laughs> As opposed to online well, poker? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can play poker for real money, too. Oh, right. Before, you know, you could before. So, right. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. There was a joke. Yeah, yeah, so keep going, keep going. I like what your thought process is. Yeah, so I think I you know, for one, it's, um, you know, speed is a, is, is, a, is a factor, right? Like, the way you react, you know, not every trade you do is, is your computer uh, executing something for you. So you get there in the morning, and you set up all your parameters, and uh-huh. then you so-called turn on, right? So you turn on your machine, and that means your markets are live, you're streaming all these, you know, thousands of option strikes into the market, you're willing to buy it, um, and then and then the bids and offers are coming in, and, and you know some of your machine captures some of them, um, and then some some of them you have to click yourself. You know some of the biggest trades that people do oftentimes are trades, which uh-huh. you see something good good sitting out there, and you kind of just hit that you know click that berry, and um, and hopefully it works out for you. Um, so it was, for me, it was the perfect campus, I wanted to uh, ask a couple questions like uh, the rivalries uh, among these Ivy League schools. You mentioned Brown, Cornell, you had a couple losses there. 
Columbia was really good. Uh, I think Craig mentioned uh, Yale a little bit. We know the intense rivalry um, that exists among those schools, but tell us about also the sense of community between those those eight schools up there. Sometimes just in conferences, like the big uh, one college and, and another, yeah, yeah, yeah and those, and in Texas, that's pretty. You know, in, in my case, Cal and Stanford, but in a way, you kind of support each other when it's uh, you know somebody from your conference, even though it's a bitter rival against a different one. After one of my uh, two or three of my favorite people went to the rival school and, and were, like, you're bonded anyway because of your hate and love. You know, it's kind of funny. Well, I think it's kind of like uh, Brookhaven and T-Bar-M, maybe Brookhaven and Austin Tennis Academy, yeah, yeah. Brookhaven and uh, King Daddy. <laughs> Down in Houston, Texas. <laughs> the, the, yeah. acad- the academies, there was some pretty hated rivalry, too. That uh, right. heated. I shouldn't say hated. It should be heated. 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 Yeah. Sorry, that was my opening. sounded like hated, but it's heated. Right. Yeah, we used to have this thing called Texas Cup. Uh-huh. I remember when I was growing up. Did you, are you guys familiar with that? Oh, sure. One? Yeah, Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think it was it was one of the coolest events. I think we had it was King Daddy, uh, Newcombs, and uh, I guess ATA. Um, and we went down to Waco. I think I think we had it in Waco yeah. once. Um, we're like or some reason I remember that. Um, yeah, they do the yeah, insoles. Yeah, like, uh, Spenko, the company that does the insoles. Oh, is that what it is? I yeah. didn't know what it was. Yeah, this yeah. is Waco. So this massive dual match format where, you know, I think it was like 12 lines of players from yeah. each place. And, uh, just, just super fun. I wish, I hope they have something like that now. I don't know if they do. I think they do. I think they still continue on with it. I think it's going on. Almost anything team, inter-regionals, zonals, uh, Texas Cup, things like that, in California, Mays Cup, almost anything like that is uh, a favorite memory of just about everybody. It's just it's like uh, top pro level how some guys are pretty good in slams, but so good in Davis Cup. Sure. Or a right. labor cup, whatever you know, any, any of these these things. Like Nick Kyrgios is a good example. Yep. He's he's a you know not top twenty, but you 
something on a team, you'd have to say he's in the top ten in the world. Well, the think, way he motivates. Himself. Well, I think Rafa does pretty good on the on the on the Spanish Davis Cup team, don't you think? Well, I uh, very much enjoy Craig. Thank you for uh, mentioning <laughs> me. No, I, I I love being on hard with my friends and. Uh, I love to spin my forehand above everybody's head, and uh, yeah. You got I, a da- yeah, Davis Cup victory, and Andy Murray, uh, Andy, your buddy Andy, he has a, a, a Davis Cup uh, win as well, doesn't he? Um, I mean, yeah. thanks for uh, for mentioning it. I, I'd love to come out of, uh, of retirement and uh, have you be my hype man. I mean, uh, the, the couple of Davis Cups, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget them, huh? Yeah, that was at Wimbledon, too, when you all won the Davis Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> And Olympics, the guy yes. who won the Olympics, back to back too. Yeah, it's almost like everything aligned for him, and it, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah but Nikki K, the notorious Nikki K, is yeah. still still Nick. How come he can't win? Is it, is it because of Layton? Is it because of uh, you know the coach? Hey, I mean, join me for some training, like uh, like video games, right? Hip hop lyrics, couple ladders, trick shots, underarm serves. I train hard, mate. I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to be on a team with Sasha. <laughs> right. Do you have dual citizenship? Just a just yeah, that just Sasha. You, yeah, do you carry a dual uh, card? Can you go back to Russia easily? Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. You, uh, you do, huh? Like you're supposed to, though. Yeah. You don't work for the KGB, uh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think you know. I've actually been. Kind of wanting to go down there. I think I have, I have a really close grandfather on my mom's side that oh, lives there. But it's kind of like a weird, complicated process of visas. Like I have to go in on an American and leave on a Russian, or interesting. Like, or something like that. Um, and and, uh, and know, what what part? Of I see. And what part of that massive country are your folks from? Actually, from Moscow. Oh, big city. You're from the capital, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, massive yeah. city, yeah. Do, you, do your parents, do they, they get back there very often, or are they pretty much, they stay over here? Um, I think they visit, they visit a lot more than I do. You know, uh-huh. I haven't been since, like, 2008, um, but they'll go up there every, every few years. Oh, that's cool. Hey, speaking of Russia, uh, let's go into set number two here. Second set, pop culture and fun, but the second set... Tell us a little bit about the role of Russian heritage, Russian uh, parents in your success and in your personality and in your drive uh, athletically, academically, and and in terms of... Sure. That's a great question. Um, So, you know, I'm a Russian American. Um, I'm Really? Um, and that's, and that's, you know, kind of like 
you know, lazy home guy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, not, not totally lazy, but, you know, relatively lazy. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think that's something that everyone kind of, when, when people come to America, I think everyone strives to, everyone strives to kind of mold to American culture. Yeah. I, I think, um, and maybe I, I wish that that wasn't the case so much, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely a victim of it. I know I tried to be, um, cool guy uh, my whole life and then eventually you realize you know you're just you're not going to be the, the cool guy you're just going to be who you are and uh, I know I know Ashwin would uh, disagree with that but yeah go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know I think for me I was lucky to, to kind of like to like Harvard where there's other kind of you know pretty diverse Tell us a little bit about you and your dad playing that father and son national at uh, Longwood, yeah. just which is not far from Harvard. If you want you can do it in a Russian accent as your dad. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. We, we, we decided to um, do some family things and uh, um, uh, both play tennis. Um, uh, we thought well. Father-son, it's, it's a good idea. And um, the first one we played was, ah, it sounds like Tommy Haas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little Austrian, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we went, and our uh, first tournament, we did very well. Uh, we got fourth place. Um, unfortunately, we should have gotten third. Um, but uh, fourth place was still a good start. Uh, not bad. I'll, uh, I'll say it like my favorite Italian journalist. Not too bad. Not too bad, Sasha. Not too bad. We sounded Russian then. I, I went Russian. I went Tommy. Yeah, kind of halfway, right? Yeah, kind of Tommy there. That was yeah. fun. Nice going, pal. That was cool. Yeah. No, I'm sure those those are fun times when you get to play with your dad. Yeah. As a partner. Yeah. That guy that uh, put the racket kind of in your hand and and led you. Important. 
helped you uh, acquire. Uh, oh, sounds like sounds like somebody else is going in the house too. <laughs> it's a little cute kid there. <laughs> that sounds like uh, is that Griffin? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he actually just came up to me and wanted to say hello. My wife sending some sort of message to stop talking about what I'm talking about. Oh, no. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. No, we like kids. And speaking of kids, our next question in the second set is, um, is your on parenting now? You have a son and a daughter. Tell us about academics, tennis, other sports, whatever you like, and that'll be... uh, uh, and then there'll be one more question in the second set. Perfect. So, I children, um, you know, in many ways, because, um, you know, they're really getting raised in a way that is uh, helping them learn their social skills. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're, you know, they kind of go on play dates, especially, you know, before this whole virus mm-hmm. uh, thing. Um, you know, they're, they're really kind of getting the opportunity to develop socially first and then hopefully skills on top of that. Um, you know, I think for me it was kind of the other way around. Uh Um, you know, because ultimately, you know, you can be the greatest tennis player, you know, in the world and, you know, don't know how to talk to people or, or feel connected to other people, um, it, it's going to be lonely for you, yeah. right? Um, so I think, I think, you know, that I give all that credit to my wife. I mean, she is all about, um, you know, making it a very positive environment uh, for the kids and kind of making sure our focus is, is you know, whenever we can on them. Um, you know, I think my parents gave me a lot kind of quiet time. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, which was totally fine with me. I mean, I had an amazing childhood, I'd say. Um, you know, I would go play tennis, maybe play with some friends, and then, you know, come home, uh, you know, do whatever I wanted. Plus, I was an only child, right? right? So, um, I kind of just <laughs> played with myself, you know, whatever I was doing, Nintendo, uh-huh. etc. Um, I think it's kids and they play with each other as well. Um, so I think it's nice to have, you know, that social aspect first and then, and then hopefully layer on skills after that. Excellent, excellent answer. Um, your future, and uh, you're welcome to talk about career, which we touched on a bit in uh, fintech, uh, tennis itself, yeah. or parenting. Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, you're only, what, yeah. 30, 30 something, right? Yeah, I'm 33. Young. So tell us about your future. Which What's next for Sasha? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm really terrible about planning the future. Uh-huh. I can tell you that. It, it's it's, um, it's like just I, uh, typical Russian around the house, huh? Well, <laughs> I, I actually have a good story. So Yeah, tell um, it. <laughs> Bob Neff, you know, you know Bob Neff. Neff, yeah, and yeah. We were working together when I was young. Uh-huh. Maybe like, 12, first when I moved to Texas, right? And we big into you know he's a PhD psychologist, so right. he's big into sports psychology, and so he's also very into uh, making goal goal sheets, right? Like into the far future, starting with maybe a you know today a week, a month, a year, 
five years, ten years, etc. Um, and we made this goal sheet when I was twelve. And as far as I remember, we uh, so it was like you know top fifteen, fourteen, top twenty-five, and sixteen, mm-hmm. like eighteen. You know, go to top good Division One school, and then I think it ended at like one ATP point was yeah. the end. <laughs> And so it's really ironic because I basically fulfilled all of that. <laughs> all right. Right? Pretty good. But I'm thinking to myself, why, why couldn't I just roll a couple more things there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe I would have been somewhere else. <laughs> oh, that is philosophy. I like it. Not just econ, not just right. tennis. That was good. Yeah, well, what do you see your kids? Yeah. Do you want Do you want your Are they playing tennis now? Are they uh, enjoying the great game like you? Yeah, I think they you know, I, I've been playing here on, into the, uh, on the, uh, the yard along with, with Griffin. We're, uh-huh. we're working on our, uh, you know, long on the grass. Um, so it's obviously a t- tough way to start. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're getting out there more and more, especially past, you know, couple weeks and months. Uh, recently, you know, rejoined Brookhaven. Uh, just heading out there, you know, whenever there's a three-minute. Um, I'm really seeing some good, promising things from Griff. Um, you know, he's just super enthusiastic, which is awesome. Um, you know, never seems to stop or complain or say he's tired. I mean, maybe it's just a function of being six, but yeah. I think, you know, there's definitely six-year-olds out there that will, you know, miss the ball and, and just say, okay, I'm done. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and his game is, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to teach too much technique yet. Right, yeah. wanting to hit the ball back over however he can. Uh, he's getting better pretty quickly, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Does he have a great on his, uh, on his tennis stuff? Of, he, he does, uh, huh? In terms of his game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, his, I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, so my grandfather, not my grandfather, my father... Uh, taking a uh-huh. good because it's uh, it, it's like Griff comes back and, and you, you see he had a real workout. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Like, but the grandfather, the grandfather is uh, using the same tools that he used on me. So same method. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. does, does Griffin play other sports? Does he? Do you? Are you a, a believer that he should do yeah. soccer and baseball and try all the other stuff? You know, basketball or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he, he actually is walking uh, tomorrow for oh, the week. Wow. I think it's like three or four hours a day. Um, I assume it's flag. I'm not sure if yeah. Caroline is coordinating it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he I actually coached a couple of his, I think three years in a row from the age of like, it was three, four, five, I coached his soccer team. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I was uh, a athletic organization um those were those were some competitive uh hey are you talking about the kids or the dads right yeah no but yeah the coaches i nearly i nearly got in the fight with the children that is great sasha yeah i've seen a few of those at at some of my kids yeah uh different sporting events (laughs) some of the parents are more some of the parents are, are more competitive than the too much man. Then the kids are just sitting yeah. there looking at the parents like, hey, what the hell's going on here? You know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You guys are 
properly yeah right yep well cb do you want to slide yep. into set three let's do it the let's third do it. set third three. three this is the fun part this is this is silly and fun and you don't have to think uh deep, deep. Uh, craig and i sometimes call it fast hands or rapid fire or reflex volleys we'll go kind of fast and uh have some fun with it all right yep. Sasha? all right here we go perfect all right hope you're a music guy first band you saw in concert first band Coldplay. I was hoping you'd say 311 because I uh, <laughs> one of the songs he loves is Amber, and then another one yeah. that I always liked was uh, All Mixed Up. And at the was popular in the early to mid 90s, if I recall, um, you know there was more of that funk, but rap, reggae, fusion kind of thing. And 311, I think, is one of the better uh, examples of it. I was, I think, yeah. I was in grad school and. I I remember, first of all, not loving all the numbers but that I was studying. So I remember reading poetry, and I remember reading E.E. E. Cummings, and there's a lyric in All Mixed Up that I could swear was he was saying E.E. E. Cummings, but he was saying, you Do you know that part of the song? Did you ever miss? Did you ever mishear any lyrics by them? I mean, I've misheard lyrics from everybody. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <You> I mean... <laughs> that talks about all those mis- I love misheard lyrics yeah so Coldplay Chris Martin in the game yeah. right yeah, where, where, I, where were you I mean it might not be it's the first notable concert that I remember I mean I maybe saw some like small things here. yeah um, was that up in Boston I re- yeah it was actually we took a bus uh, to Boston Massachusetts and then That's so cool. if, now, if you could hear a band, if if, if Coldplay is maybe your band, or if not, uh, who would you like to concert? Was there somebody that you would like to hear in concert? Maybe a city or venue that you'd like to hear them at? Yeah, I mean, uh, present or, or any time. Anytime, anytime, any era, anytime. Yeah. I mean, it'd be the Stadium or like Wembley? Yeah, Chase where? Stadium, where, where would you Stadium see them? was the U.S. and then, but that Wembley was their they, first. Yeah. yeah, but Wembley was always their big, big concerts also too. Where would you want to see them at? Um, maybe in the U.S. Try it in the Chase Stadium. Or maybe yeah. 
Poor David's Pub or something like that. How cool that be to, to see an iconic... <laughs> on Lower Greenville? Yeah, an iconic historic band at a club with like 800 other people. Because they did <laughs> do amazing. that early on, back in their... Back the in their, the they, Cavern uh, Club. Yeah. Places in Hamburg and Germany, yeah. Yeah, the Beatles, they were they were awesome. They, they were yeah. just... Uh, uh, I, I remember... Have you, have you guys seen them live? I never have, but I've, I've, I've been seen with, only Paul live and not the others. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. I was like in second janitor at school. He goes, "When are you going to get your haircut? You look like one of those Beatles on TV." And I was like, oh. "I was being referred to in second grade in Long Oklahoma as, as a Beatle because my hair was touching my ears." Yeah. <laughs> and that was seventy something when no. they already. This oh, would be 1968, 69. Okay, okay. So, uh, so they're together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were still yeah. around Yeah, at that point. Yeah. I just remember the janitor going, Craig, when are you going to get that haircut? Your hair's getting long. It's touching your ears. You look like one of them damn Beatles. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's my parents' job is to get me a haircut. Well, well speaking of, uh, of rock and roll or music in general, Sasha, if you were in a band... Which uh, position or which instrument? What would you do? Which member would you be? Uh, bass, guitar, drums? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy for me because I, I actually play guitar. Yeah. Um, but probably have to be the, the keyboard. Keyboards, oh, interesting. yeah. Interesting. Oh, do you still play? Do you still tickle the ivories? Yeah, I tickle them. We have a. We bought this uh, grand piano uh, from a old gentleman that was just kind of giving it away for 250 bucks. Incredible. Uh, it's a grand. A couple years ago. Not a baby yeah. grand. It's the huge. Oh, uh, I might be a baby grand, but it's, you know, it's a uh, obviously I'm playing guitar and 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 I'm playing guitar I think no one was playing it for a while. Are you self-taught, or did you take lessons? No, I, was, I probably took as many t- piano lessons as I took tennis lessons growing up. So Interesting. Actually, like, once a week, my mom uh, this woman named Maya Cuckleberry here in Dallas. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, I was classically trained, for sure. Hey, we've got a dual, awesome. dual uh, talented yeah. individual here, not yeah. only tennis. Academics, music, yeah. and athletics. Could you have had a music scholarship somewhere? Were you good enough to... Because your tennis ta- talent was very good. Yep. So was your musical, yeah. you know, could you have gone yeah. to a conservatory or someplace like that? Potentially. If, if that's where my heart was at, I think I could have. I think I started when I was 16, maybe kind of letting off the pedal there and uh-huh. focusing on the tennis. Tennis, yeah. Um, I ended up sending, you know, actually went and recorded a couple songs and, and sent them as part of my Harvard application. Uh-huh. Um, but I could tell it was, it was just, I was already like off a little bit in terms of my, just how much I practiced. So when I was recording that, it, it was so nerve-wracking and felt like I was like, wasting, you know, the people's time because it multiple takes to play and it was just terrible. Kind of one of those things where you know, you really do have to uh, put in the hours yeah. uh, to be able to perform at a, at a good level. But it, uh, it rounded out your application, so uh, obviously. Yeah. 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 Let's move into your favorite uh, either uh, films or TV shows. What do you like to watch? I actually don't watch that much TV. I watch a lot of uh, kind of like podcasts or 
Uh, you know, I've been pretty into the Joe Rogan podcast for a while now. We've heard uh, that one on here. Yeah, a, a lot of really cool guests. Yeah, Sasha, um, I must tell you, I was uh, I just got back from the doctor on Friday, and I was diagnosed with a mild Joe Rogan. It's, it's very, it's very, it's, it's, wow, what's the cure? Yeah. What, what's the cure is there? I think just uh, stuff that Joe says, like right. Vim Hof breathing, um, you know, uh, eating only elk and jalapenos, like things like that is the, that's the cure. And lighten up yeah. a couple of big just ones. Joe Rogan, you know? Lighten up a big fatty. You know? <laughs> shave, shave my head, yeah. <laughs> so you like Joe Rogan, though. I think a lot of people do, too, from what I understand. He's, yeah. he's uh, uber popular. Millions oh, he's, of followers. He's, he's like, uh, he's been doing and he's, he just got a $30 million deal with Spotify. We are also on Spotify yeah. now. We yeah, have, well, I think we inked it before he did. No, we, we, have, crazy. To pay, we have to pay them. <laughs> That's where the $30 million goes. You know, we, we had to pay, and so that goes to Joe Rogan. One pocket to another pocket, basically. I, heard it was, I, I saw a headline that it was $100 million. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's probably, maybe it's 30 a year. Right. Yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. That's crazy. Probably, yeah. So podcast, That's interesting. Crazy. What else do you listen to? Yeah. What, what do you listen to besides Joe? Um... Um, listen, you know, listen, uh, yeah, so listen is like 311 right on, Chili Peppers, yeah. um, in terms of Wash, a lot of Joe, a lot of, uh, recently with the COVID gotten into playing chess online. Um, Great game. And movies, um, favorite movie is The Matrix, probably. Oh, The Matrix, um, yes. Just such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. You were just um, a kid. I bet you had a at the age of 10, huh, when that came out? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really like it that much. It was just oh. more so the, uh, the, uh, the ideas. And then, yeah. you know, Big Fan of oh. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's that's another good good oh. uh, series, good movie as well. All right, East Coast, West Coast. Do you like the East Coast or are you a West Coast guy? Uh, can I say both or not really? What's that? I love both. Yeah, if I had to choose where to, like, live, mm-hmm. um, it would probably be, I don't know. That's really hard. Do I have to say? Well, you lived yeah, up in Boston, so you were an East Coast guy. Yeah, so I guess you, we'll, yeah, we'll say East Coast. We'll make a decision for it. I'm in New York and Boston, and also, you know, obviously just love the California scenery. Is that up in California also, too? Uh, up, up in up California, California, you know, right. down in Seattle, <laughs> you know, up in Miami, you know. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, Sasha, uh, let's move into dinner guests. You've got a house and a family now. Caroline and you yeah. are cooking dinner. Uh, yeah. You can go any era here. I want you to invite uh, Caroline and you yeah. that you've put the kids to bed and you've got four dinner guests. And you can go any time, any uh, era, and you can go fictitious, too. We, we get to come also, too. So oh, yeah, so six. it's really, yeah, There's dinner six. for eight. Yeah. It's eight. <laughs> okay. Um, I so, I don't think I would invite any, like, Einstein type or anything like that, uh-huh. you know, because I would, I would invite somebody that's fun. So, I, I'd say... Joe, Joe, our, our main man, Joe Rogan, on there. Rogan, yeah. yeah. Number one. Oh, he'll, he will show up and eat all your elk, too. <laughs> That's after he's been baked. He's going to be really hungry after he's been baked, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd probably invite, like, Jeff Bezos. 
be like, uh, do, let's do like Marat Sautin. Awesome. Oh, okay. He's a first timer now on the show. Yeah. I love his Instagram. <laughs> it's like uh, Flying Monkey RUS. It, F- flying from something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. Definitely interesting guest there. Okay, you guys So, Joe, Joe and Marat. Marat Safin. Yeah. And then just we'll add some girls. Um, let's have Anna uh, Cornicola. Yes, glad I got to know you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's a hot Russian. Yeah. Yes. And, um... Are you going to complete Maria Sharapova? If you got can- Cornicova, you got to go Sharapova, don't He's going to go deeper. Let's do, let's do like, uh, ooh, just to mix it up, like some, maybe some uh, president. Let's do like George Washington or something. That'd be good. Yeah. I can see George and Anna talking to each other. They would talk, yeah, they talk, they <laughs> talk, talk about, about hair. hair products. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tea, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. <laughs> Such a good answer. No, Good stuff. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You have Joe, you have Marat. That'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah. You've got... Uh, Kornikova and George Dub. George Dub. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a fairly eclectic group yeah. right there. Yeah, I love it. Good conversation. All right, Mountains Beach. Do you like the mountains better, or are you... Beach, for sure. Beach, okay. Like, what? which beach do you like to go to? Uh, well, we went to uh, Little Elm something the other day. That's pretty good. It was like Lake Lewis or one of the huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I think uh, Little Elm is better. You know, I just prefer beach. I went skiing a couple months ago in, uh, we went to Mount Vale, but not, uh, what was it? Not the state, underneath, uh, Colorado. It's got to be above. New Mexico or, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming's <laughs> Like, a, like below. <laughs> if Sasha says above, we got... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's New Mexico. Did you go to Angel Fire, Tahoe's, Red River? Yeah, Angel Fire. Where's the Angel Fire? Angel oh, Fire. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's about... Great, but I'm, I'm uh, you know, I was just going too fast down that hill, you know? Uh-huh. You know, the, the additional, additional weight, uh, you know, once you get going... It, it takes so much leg strength to do that turn and, and, and slow down. You know, I, I did a couple runs and I was just... I know you I, have... I'm not, I'm not doing this again until I, you know, lose 50 pounds. Well, the beach it is then. <laughs> what about uh, yeah. sunrise or sunset? Are you, are you like an early morning guy or are you a late night guy? Uh, I, guess it, I guess it depends if... Uh, you know, it's like a, if it's a sunrise where I haven't gone to sleep yet, yeah. You know, like in the Boston area, did you like those autumns up there? Were they pretty cool? You know, with all the leaves changing, did you ever go up to Vermont, New Hampshire, or go down to Vermont and New Hampshire? <laughs> did you ever do that? Or yeah. Maine? <laughs> Not too much, honestly. I mean, I was, I was, 
spent the summers there. You yeah. know, was mostly. I think I spent a couple summer, uh, summer in New York, and then uh, came back here to Dallas for the summers. Um, yeah, I mean, my wife always tells me how to go to any of those nice places around there. I was just like I said, I'm, I, I was a homebody kind of sticking on campus. Pretty, yeah. pretty much for four years. They could be pretty nice, I'm sure, at the Ivy. You know, at Harvard, you yeah. know, in the fall was, sure. you know, fall, the weather changing yeah. the colors of the, you know, the leaves up Beautiful there. Up there. It's probably yeah. pretty cool. I would imagine that's yeah. that's pretty cool. What's your favorite holiday? What, what do you like? Do you like, like Halloween or, you know, are you more in the uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas mode, sure. Thanksgiving, you know, St. Patrick's? Probably Thanksgiving is the night. You know, it's just one day. Uh, you know, good food. You know, no potential for too much drama and, uh, you know, nice family events. Um, you know, it's different Thanksgivings on the same day, which is awesome. Yeah. We get Thanksgiving on the show a, a lot. lot. Yeah. That's a good, popular answer. Besides studying geography, yeah. what do you like to do in your spare moment? Besides what? Besides uh, studying <laughs> geography. Direction. I know. I'm just pushing fun at you. What do you like to do? I know. What do you like to do? Geography major. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. I see. What do I do in my spare time? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, that's the real question. What do you like to do in your spare time? Um. Well, recently I've been playing a lot of a lot of uh, chess online. I'm trying to get better. Um, Great game. It's, it's, it's interesting because, like, it's kind of like, so my dad basically always beats me, but mm. it's the same. I try to think of it, think of it as like he can almost somehow beat me in tennis in he, some ways. Wow! And know, he, uh, what sixty like, now? Not, not like a single set, but like we play this game where you know I'm on the full court, he's on the half court. Sure, yeah. We have round single point. And uh, he basically, you know, owns me. You know, I like try to come to the net and mix yeah. it up. But there's some mental thing there, which yeah. I think is translating to chess. Yes. Um, so I'm basically hoping that I can like leapfrog that and maybe beat other him. Because it's myself time. Well, Sasha just. It's just him and I. I'm, I'm just a losing player every time. So do, do you play offensive chess or do you play more defensive-minded? Do you know, like pull back and wait? Because I know you can play different types of chess. So do, are you trying to push it, you know, the envelope no. or are you waiting yeah. to see what the moves are? Yeah, I'm definitely pushing. Uh, same as poker, you know, I, I like to push your forward. And uh, today I actually played a game where this guy was just playing so passive. Mm. You know, ended up basically trading away all our pieces towards the end and it was like six, you know, he had uh, maybe like, we each had like five pawns on each side uh-huh. um, and I just I didn't know how to play that end game and, you know, you know, these days to have these like chess engines which are basically like crazy machine robots that are that tell you what the perfect move is Yeah. and so it's, it's funny, like, I made a certain move and then like, I was at like I to win and then went to like 1% after I made the move. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was, I, I prefer the, the fast game because I was a slow player. Right. Yeah, I didn't know if you, because I know there's a couple, I like to be 
that's a long time yeah. ago, and uh, it was yeah. interesting to the the different philosophy. To, you know, to play the game. It's kind of like, like tennis. tennis. Kind of like tennis. Right, it's like no. tennis. Yeah, you, you can sit back. Like and, soccer for sure. And yeah. hang back, you know, and play more defensive-minded. Right. Kind of come to you, or do you take over and go right. push the action? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of see what see what happens also. To see the thought process in the in the game. Yeah, chess is fun. Yeah. I like chess. I think That's it's a neat game. Yeah. Hey, do do people see your name on the chess uh, on the website? And they're like, oh, this guy. Like, what are we gonna, what are we doing with this? Boris Patsky. Yeah, Maybe maybe the Soviet flag, like go really old school. Yes. Like uh, the red yeah. and yellow one, you know? Yeah. All right. Well in poker when when people see that you're from Russia, yeah. they just assume you're very reckless. They assume. Yeah. Alright, a couple more questions. Yeah. A couple more questions for yeah. you. All right. Do you like yeah. to play indoor tennis or outdoor tennis? Last phase of this set, uh, we're going to start bringing yeah. back some, some tennis questions. Do you like to play indoor tennis, outdoor tennis? What's your favorite surface? Um, I think to, to actually win a match right now, um, it's probably indoors. For just pure enjoyment, you know, night day, I prefer to play outside. On the clay or hardcore? Um, you know, if, it's, if there's some nice clay courts, I like clay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Over there, Brookhaven. Yeah, Brookhaven courts. I think the last time I went, I went at the wrong time. I think it, they watered them maybe around twelve or one, and I went pretty late in the day, and they had gotten a bit, a bit uh, dry. Yeah, it gets chalky, yeah. dry. Yeah. Most embarrassing moment in tennis. Have you? Can you think of one that you've had an embarrassing moment? Um. Yeah, there's there's definitely plenty. Um, let me think. There's, there's an unfortunate moment where I was playing with Ashwin and we were playing against um, the number one country, the number one team in the country from Pepperdine. I was like Andre Benjamin and his partner, I think Benjamin played. And we were up, oh yeah, actually it was uh, Dorner and ben- Benjamin. They're both very, very solid players. And we were up in the breaker serving for the... I was on my serve, and Ashram told me to serve it, um, I think, like, wide. And instead, I served it body or tee or something. Uh-huh. And so he was uh, to cut it off. And then, and then the guy, like, hit this... got to be laughing about that right now. Yeah. Do you like to watch tennis on TV? Like, we've got the TV on behind us. We've got Cici Foss uh, and playing. And Benny Pear, yeah, one Benny of my Pear. favorites. Yeah. Crazy. Do you like to watch tennis? Yeah, I, I love it. I love watching tennis. Who are your I, favorites? I yeah, yeah, who do you enjoy the most uh, right now? And then maybe a follow-up would be, who did you uh, enjoy the most back when you were growing up? Yeah. Um, 
the aura of Roger is just, you know, undeniable. And, yep. You know, every time he's playing, I cannot not want him to win against both Nadal and, and Djokovic. That's right. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. When you kind of watch some of his matches after the fact, where, like, um, you, you feel like there was this intense pressure that he was healing maybe himself even, like maybe in a third, fourth round. Um, but it, it's more, it's all, but it almost feels like it's like the crowd is more nervous than he is, and, you know, and he's just doing his thing. Um, then from the past, I mean, I, I, I love Southend and, Those two guys cool, are pretty good. Cool answers. Both, both oh. former number one players in the world. Yeah. yeah. I think Safin was yeah. could could have gotten more out of his uh, uh, yeah. career. He just he took the Nick Kyrgios method. He was just a little bit. I, I think I, I think if Nick plays his cards right, he would love to have two slams. Yes. Like Safin. Yes. Yeah. So now, yeah, Nick Kyrgios method, but couple slimes, not he, too he bad. He start smoking cigarettes, maybe you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah, in between changeovers. Yeah, I think Murat. Saw him on TV. I was like, "What the hell's he doing? He's smoking cigarettes." Dude, people want Nick in jail anyway. Can you imagine if he was a smoker? <laughs> yeah. He'd be the most hated, for sure. Poor, poor guy. Yes, that Murat. He was pretty awesome. Yeah. Great sense of humor, even now. So, what? These are the last three. We're coming yep. around, coming yep. around the corner here. We're yep. Almost yep. get to the finish. What sport would you have been playing if it wasn't for tennis? The great game. What sport do you would you have liked to play? Um, I would have liked to maybe play a team sport. I think it actually probably would have suited me better. Um, you know, I remember I talked about at the beginning how, yeah. you know, tennis was this, uh, I mean, on a team, you're still playing individually, right? Right, right. Um, and I think I'm more of a guy that is able to kind of make assists and pass it around and kind of bring the overall. Uh, energy of the team higher than I would my own. So I think it would have been, I, you know, I played some soccer growing up, soccer yeah. would have been cool. Even like basketball would have been awesome. Uh, um, yeah, so I think, you know, basketball would be fun. Yeah. Uh, golf, would, golf would be like the most uh, uh, laid back or, like, relying your skills type sport that I would have loved to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's... that's uh, second to the last question, all right. You're on the tour. I know you played uh, some tour te tennis. What was your favorite tournament that you played? Um, probably, like, the Brownsville and Harlingen uh, series of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, um... Probably the T-Bar and Challenger. You know, I think that was that and the four seasons when Dolce was running it. Yeah. Uh, the kind of the challengers that I got to play on a, a couple occasions. You know, just in the quality. Yeah. Um, it was just it was kind of a cool feeling to get, you know, have those umpires and linesmen, you know, shouting. Um, you know, a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. that's a good, uh, good hometown answer. I love it. Yeah, no, I like that. All right, last question. This is the big one. This is the uh, the one that will make you really think. Yeah. So if you're the, okay. the commissioner of tennis, you're the commissioner of the great game of tennis, and you could make any change or changes, 
game, what, and you can uh, wave the magic wand, what would you do for, for the great game of tennis? Is there anything that you can think of that you, would, you could wave the magic wand and say, okay, we're yeah. going to do what? Um, Sasha, that's a, yeah, that's actually a very popular answer on this podcast. Very insightful. Sometimes we mention yeah. I'm wearing the wristbands from Vantaggio, the uh, Italian-American um, apparel brand, and they have a hashtag they use, hashtag pay tennis players. And that seems to come up a lot in our, uh, in yeah. our discussions. I know you're Harvard-educated, and you're, you're a pretty smart guy. Oh, yeah. Would you have stayed on the tour if you could have made some money? You know, would that have been something that you would like to have done? I mean, I know that you know, economics. Kind of like, well, yeah. you know, making you know, fifty bucks here and you know, five hundred there wasn't going to pay any bills. Right. Yeah, would you, would, right. if the money would have been there, would you have stayed out there for a little bit and said, hey, this is kind of fun. Maybe I can, you know, do do a little something here and played a couple of years. adventures to you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably. I, I, you know, I think that's probably what I would have had to make the decision. You know. Uh, a little bit earlier, pre-college, know that I'm going to go do that, um, rather than probably thinking that I'm not going to. Um, but, you know, knowing that there are, it, it's hard to say because, you know, I didn't know that there were opportunities in this type like, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like it would be really awesome to play a professional sport for a living. Um, and, and, and just travel the world and, or, or even play like So it definitely beats, you know, working at a desk job. So it might, it, about that. Well, it might, and it might have changed your, your path. You might not have gone to Harvard, might not have, you know, if you were going to play professionally, you thought that there might have been a way to a decent living, maybe you go to, now I wouldn't say a Harvard type school, but maybe a, right. a school more interesting that would be pushing you professionally as opposed to, you know, academically. Right. You know, I mean, right. and, I'm, and I'm just thinking that out loud. I don't know if that's the case or yeah. not, but I'm just... No. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, because I think, you know, we both, uh, you know, Adrian and I both played college tennis and, and enjoyed the college tennis. We didn't play at Harvard, but yeah. uh, I, I played at the Harvard of Utah, which was, <laughs> I think, Weber If you couldn't get into Weber State, then you had to play University of Utah or BYU. <laughs> you had to. You had to, sorry. But but Weber State, we were like the Harvard of Utah. It's I called, the tough. It's I, the tough. Oh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. that. And, and, you know, I, think, nice. I think that's actually a... You've uh, heard that, haven't you? I think it was Emerson who, who said that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It might have been Whitman. might have been Walt yeah. Whitman. Yeah, somebody, one of those guys. But, yeah. but I, I figured that... It might have been E.E. E. Cummings, yeah, and, yeah, I, I, and, yeah. and it might have been a 311 song. I don't know. Right. Yeah, right there. Everybody wants to go to Weber State. That's, that's it. it. 
just can't get in there. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I, I, when you said that, I was kind yeah. of thinking, here's a guy that uh, was a really fine player, yeah. and you know, went to Harvard. I mean, that's not a bad deal either. You know, you, you've got a, a great right. education. Have I assume have a, a pretty nice life out of that education? You know, a lot of a lot of fun people, but at the same time, you know, if the money was there, you might. You know, or like in the yeah. in the minor leagues or major leagues of baseball, I'm just thinking, hey, there's a team owner, there's somebody paying you. Yeah. You know, for, you know, you know, would you have done that maybe? Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a great, great point. I mean, um, yeah, most likely it's a it was like a well-known thing that that's a potential path. I would have probably wouldn't have thought twice. You know. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the barrier to entry is, you know, it is high and it's yeah. well known that it's super high as well. Oh, well. Fun. Gosh, Great. Sasha, you're, you're a joy to talk to. Thank you very Thank much. You. And uh, I will promise to, uh, to try to imitate your dad's accent when he and I play one day. <laughs> and uh, it's good to be, uh, you know, just a joy to play tennis yeah. Uh, yeah. with Sasha. Is that right, Morat? <laughs> I, I, I'm after this guy's dad. I think oh, we, yeah, okay. I think I, I want to learn that accent. I love you, it. You're, you're after uh, <laughs> Yuri Ermakov yeah. as opposed to yeah. uh, Morat Safin? I love or it. Andre Kafelnikov. Andre uh, Jerkasov. Yeah, uh, Chesney's another Ch- Chesney, one. Right Chesnikov is one of the ones I loved right. uh, as, a, as a young guy. Well, well Sasha, you've you. been thank tremendous. You, thank you, thank you so much. People at home, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. And, uh, of course, people on Facebook, hope We'll have the produced version up uh, in, in hopefully shortly. a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And long. Sasha, you've been a joy. Keep in touch, and all the best to Caroline, Adelaide, Griffin, Griffin. and all the best to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you'll come back. Appreciate we'll get you back. Yeah. Talk soon. And here's okay. CB1 with our dismount. Thank you. Right there. All right. Thanks for listening to season one, episode forty-five of At the Net Podcast. Join us next week as we'll be talking with Taylor Dent. We've got Taylor Dent. Big name, Taylor Dent. Former ATP tour player. One of the finest I've ever seen. At the Open, right? I believe it was Ivan Navarro, a Spanish guy who served in Bali a lot. Maybe not as much as Taylor Dent. And they went, if I recall, it was something, like, it was probably 7, 6, and a 5th. It felt like it was five hours. Crazy. Big guest. Uh, and yeah. Thanks to Sasha for for, for tonight. Also, join us uh, Wednesday evening, 8 p.m., on our Instagram page, our Ethernet Instagram page. We're going to do some tennis shorts uh, this Wednesday night. Kind of a fun and interesting take yes. between the two of us. Uh, we talk uh, a couple of segments that we call legs of the shorts, right? Two legs of the shorts. Craig, but what is inside Craig Bell's tennis shorts? I don't want to know We'll that. figure that out on Wednesday night. <laughs> and lastly, be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps and hopefully they'll like us. And that's the tennis news as it seems, seems to us. Evening from Dallas, Texas. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night. Happy Flag Day.